Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yizzo! Do you want to shut that door? Should it be shut? Hello, welcome uh, to my house. <laughs> welcome, well, this is our house. Did <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was that reference? Try it again. Try it again. I don't know the the melody. <laughs> it's JoJo songs. Oh, how are you, Shani? Punani. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be my nickname. You don't like that. Mm-mm. All right, well, how are you? Come I'm okay. On. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's great. Everything's in divine order. Do you always have any updates? And always. No, you know, you just... You, we have an update. You're at my house in my apartment. We're together. We're recording together. Mm-hmm. You're in Philadelphia. That's a, my update. That's not yours. It is my update as well. I am involved. We are in my house. So everything's good, though. Everything's well. Uh, everything's moving. Everything's in the good, <laughs> divine, orderly okay, direction. Okay, she has nothing. So God has the wheel. <laughs> yes, I'm in Philadelphia. I have a little story to tell, though, about coming to Philadelphia. Y'all might have seen it on the stories. But I, I'm telling you, that last episode, I was down in the dumps. I was outside of my fucking mind because I was PMSing. We're not going to blame everything. You know what my, my therapist told me today? She said, it just brings up what's already there. Whoa. And I said, bitch. <laughs> Tell her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I was really feeling I was, I, nuts. I was feeling crazy. And um, so crazy that my sister called me today like, is everything okay? I was like, why? And she goes, I'm listening to the podcast. I was like, girl, I'm fine. My period dropped. But um, <laughs> disgusting. No, I've been feeling like, ugh. All what was me about money? I don't like all this anxiety around money, and so I came to Philly. Packed a little, you know, it's a long weekend. I have off for President's Day, so I packed a little suitcase, just my little roller, something small. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna make all my calls on the train. So I'm like calling all these people that I hold space for, like. And I was on the phone when I was getting off the train. Um, I took the New Jersey Transit to Trenton and then the SEPTA from Trenton to 30th Street and walked off without my suitcase. I was sick. Didn't even realize it. Met up with Amanda, met up with my godson and um, her other son, um, who should be my godson. I'm putting my application in for that. But went out to eat and it wasn't until Amanda said to me, she said, this little book bag is cute, but um, where is... Do you have a bag? Like, do you have an overnight bag? And I was like, yeah, it's in your trunk. She was like, I never opened my trunk. I was like, what? And then call Shanti. She ain't answer. So call her man. <laughs> I was like, Raji. But long story short, Amanda drove me back to 30th Street Station. 
I went to a little booth. They was like, mm, it's probably chalk, but you can call this number. Called the number, and this woman answered. was like, is it a Delcy bag? And I was like, yes, it's a black Delcy suitcase. Shout out to Delcy. Feel free to advertise with us. <laughs> and so she was like, well, you can't get it today, but you can get it tomorrow. And I went today and picked it up. And I was just so grateful. because I started, forgot it again today. And then forgot it again today at Sable. I'm not sure what's going on with me. I need ginkgo biloba or something, but... I'm Your just being chakra. like, forget, yeah, it's like, I'm not grounded, D. something's, maybe. You need dick. Whoa, <laughs> that was. You need to <laughs> dance to Shakira music, you need to. What? You need your root chakra. I need to be grounded, definitely. Um, so for all of you people out there that, <laughs> for, <laughs> you said I need to be pounded, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I need my back blown out. No, that is not what I need. I need prayer <laughs> and silence. You need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you need spirit. Um, but I really just Spirit like... often comes in the form of... <laughs> D. No, I actually... What's crazy is I really do have a severe vitamin D deficiency. My Girl, doctor... No, my it, In the summertime, I, my, I went to my uh, primary care doctor and he was like, this is really strange because it's the middle of the summer, but you don't have enough vitamin D. And I was like, don't you get that from the sun? And he was like, yeah, but sometimes there's certain bodies that deplete it and they don't, like, basically I'm just like peeing it out or something. So I'm supposed to be taking vitamin D supplements and I don't, but I need to. It's literal and figurative. I know. Yeah, girl. Get that root chakra going. Do some (sighs) dancing. Yeah, I need to dance. You're right. But I just, I'm so grateful. And I was really down on myself about allowing myself to get back to that anxious place and like not in my Bali state of mind of like gratitude and everything's going to be fine. Like I was really riding that wave and then something happened. And I, so I'm, I'm like back to that. Even when I lost a suitcase, I was just like, okay, what is this teaching you? Oh, you've been complaining about money. This is God showing you that it can always be worse. I started to think about all the things in the suitcase. And that shit adds up when you talk about your face care, your hair care, shoes, bras, pants, shirts. Like, it's all expensive to have to replace. And so I just thought to myself, this is God telling you, you have so much. And if you don't appreciate it, it can be taken away. So... Let that be a lesson to all of us. 15 hours later, she left it again. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I really don't know what that was. That bitch left it right but, in the middle of Sable and one of the no, you coworkers know what, were like... I, I took it into Sable and they put it behind... No, they didn't. It was sitting in the middle of the room. I remember that was the last time I saw it was just sitting next to the records, like in the middle of the Why room. Why would I have done and that? And then you were like, let's go. Oh, I was just... I was looking at the tapestry... Um, what's her name? Carol King's Tapestry, because that was my mom's favorite record growing up. So I was gonna buy. I was considering buying it for her, but then I just talked to my sister on the phone about boundaries with my mom and not spending so much money on her and having like a healthy relationship and not one that is codependent. So then I got all in my head and I got frazzled and I just walked out. How <laughs> I be in my head a lot. So yeah, you need to grind your li- grind your waist, grind your waist. <laughs> Grind your waist. We, can, we know what Shanti was doing this weekend since that's all she's talking about. That's why she don't have no updates. She don't want to say that she was grinding her waist with her artsy bowl. 
I was not. It's not true. That's I was disgusting. getting my. I was aligning my chakras, and it's not always about sex. It's about gr- grounding. <laughs> you you almost said grinding. <laughs> <laughs> it's about grounding and pounding. <laughs> The root chakra, which is <laughs> mounting. Mounting. What's another word? I don't know. Grounding. What do we say? Grounding, pounding, mounting. To get that energy at your root chakra, which is connected to security, money, um, creativity, all of that. Just overall happiness Just, and joy. And then I fucked it away. <laughs> Did she say that in the song? I, I sexed the, it away. I sexed it away. Speaking of which, that bitch getting mad or divorce. Why she got to be a bitch? That queen is getting a divorce. <laughs> no, she, that's not funny. Why are we laughing? She um, she is. That's okay. I appreciated the fact He's that she was 56. like... He looks great. No? That's a handsome man. He's like, her root chakra, he's like, I cannot do it anymore, child. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kid, yo. She's, I, I often forget that she's Beyonce's younger sister. You think it's her older sister? I don't know. She just feels she just feels more My sister Solange tells me yeah. how I need to live and be free and make my own decisions. Child. And to beat on my husband when he No, stop. Stop. And so I punched him in the face and I When we bad. finally get big, we're never going to be able to have any celebrities on here because your ass made fun of all of them. That that is happening, and that's sad. And I hope Jules is okay. You know, it'd be hard for the kids. But um, and shout out to Solange for living her truth. And she, she was like, "I met an amazing man." She but she already a, got a boo. No, she was talking about oh. her, her soon to be ex husband. She was like, "This many years ago, I met this amazing man, and you know, we're." Gonna get a divorce. <laughs> she says, I find it necessary to protect the sacredness of my personal truth and live it into it fully, just as I have before and will continue to do. All right. Y'all wanna read the rest? It is unfair not to have power of our own story as you shape and mold and rewrite it yourself. That's right. A nigga ain't perfect, but I'm leaning into the fear of the unknown and all the glory and power I know exists within God and the universal grace. May all of your transitions, no no matter how big or small, be kind to you and filled with incredible love and light. Ashe. All right, Solange, you know. Be rooting for you, sis. Um, She'll end up with a nice white man. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. She'll end up with this fine Singing that song. What's that song where it's like... That she was that she was singing in that white man's face, that viral video that went out. Did you see that? Yeah. Black car, black that. She gonna be on top of her male Wu Tang and saying that. <laughs> Mounting him. Mounting anyway. and getting that chakra loose. Y'all Shit better fuck it away. <laughs> fuck it um, open. In other news, let's talk about T.I. <laughs> <laughs> T.I.'s fucking nuts, yo. What Okay, for those of you who somehow don't know, T.I. thought it would be best to go to his daughter's gynecological visits. Did I say that right? I hope so. And um, <laughs> and make sure that her hymen is still intact. He went on to say, 
graphically, he was like, yeah, you know, every birthday we give her a cake. Then I drive her and then I tell her the next day, 9 a.m., you have a doctor's appointment. And then he takes her to the doctor's appointment and the doctor comes out and says, sir, you know, this is private matter. And I say, yada, yada, yada. Let me, yo, uh, whatever his daughter is, sign this paper so I can be all up in your vagina. And then he goes and the doctor checks her to see if her hymen is broken. And the doctor, that's not even how and the doctor, uh, that's what the doctor tells him. The doctor says that it can, can be broken during horseback riding or sports or riding a bike. And I say, she don't play sports. She don't ride a bike and she don't. What was the other thing I said? Ride a bicycle. So that <laughs> shit better be in t- intact. She's 18 years old. This has been going on for years. You know, this is like a tradition in Africa where, I don't know if it's just Africa, but I just stereotyped, but yeah, it's okay. And Africa's a continent. Some place, and it is, it happens in Africa. I didn't say all of Africa. Okay. Just like some in America, in Got it. there's some fucked up shit that happens as well where they do the same thing. The mothers traditionally will go and check their daughters. Yeah. There's like sad poems about this. Yeah. It's fucked up. And then at a certain age, they'll cut the clitoris off. That I He wants to cut her clitoris off. He doesn't want to cut her clitoris off. I will say this. There was a a Sergio on Twitter. Wow. He can't talk anymore. Just Seattle for Progress wrote, if you're defending T.I.'s atrocious practice of having his 18-year-old daughter's hymen checked, and the gynecologist violating HIPAA laws to accommodate it's not, she TIs. Signs it. Still, they know that it, she has, she feels it's begrudgingly. That girl don't want to sign that. Violating HIPAA laws to accommodate TIs creepy, creepy request, then you're a disgusting misogynist too. Women are not your property, not even your daughter. Which I'm like, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of men that view women as daughters. That's why the tradition is for the father to walk the daughter down the aisle to give her away because he's essentially signing her over to another man. First of all, there's a lot within this. I understand the idea of a father wanting his child, his daughter, to not have sex too early. She is 18, which is out. out, I don't understand. I just like you do not privy to this information anymore. But I just think T.I. is so, I think he tries very hard and he always somehow fucks up because he just comes from this mentality that is so outdated. And I actually think that he thought he was being a great father. And sh- and I think oh, when he course. talked about this, I thought, I think that he thought like, look at how involved I am yeah. in my child's life. And look at, look at how I am an involved parent. And that's how you keep your kid off the pole. And that's how you this and that's how you that. And not understanding. He had no idea the backlash that he was going to get when he said this on that podcast. They already took the episode down. I don't remember what podcast it was, but he just, I pray for T.I. Has he responded? I haven't seen a response. I haven't seen one. I've been checking for one. Fuck T.I. I pray for his daughter who has all this weird energy and yeah. attention to her sexuality. But then look at her mom. Like Everything feels weird. Everything feels like it's in the gaze. Everything feels like it's for the gaze of a man. Everything feels different. I, I'm hoping that T.I. will learn from it. I'm hoping that maybe I'm hoping that he understands where people are coming from. And there has to be a balance. You know, I, I'm one who grew up very close with my father, a very strict 
father. There was no way my father was getting my hymen checked. But I will say if my dad would have found out that I was having sex or had any inkling that I was having sex, it would have been a huge fucking problem. And there would have been a lot of liberties and freedoms taken away from me. Like, yeah. So I'm very... I'm very interested in my daughter's sexuality, though. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I wouldn't want to know when and why and with whom Mm -hmm. she decides to have her sexual experiences with. Am I privy to all of that? Is that my business? I don't know. But I can't say that I, I understand... I understand it's about creating that, a space. I understand though. the the wanting. I'm not interested in preserving it. Like this is like this, you know, pure thing that you have to like preserve. But I'm very interested and invested in how she um, is exploring it, and like want to be. So you will be okay with Joe like having sex at thirteen, twelve? No, right. So it's you're interested in preserving it to a certain extent. Of like, pre- I'm not saying preserving it because it's this like precious thing. Preserving it to preserving it because you're not emotionally ready. You're not mature enough to handle this type all the responsibilities that come with exploring your sexuality in this place. Every, I believe that every person is entitled to their sexuality, but it's a matter of are you prepared and ready to deal with all of the things that come with that. And it's not just set, it's not just pregnancy, it's not just STDs, it's the emotional attachments, yeah, it's all like, that kind of stuff. That's asking like somebody that's never had cotton candy, are you ready to have cotton candy? Well, like, nigga, no, I never had cotton candy Well, before. let me tell you something. I will say that somehow, and a, a lot of it was fear tactics too, but somehow I've, I was... I was conscious enough to pres- to want to preserve it, and I all and like wait because I was like, mm. and then I even went to my dad before I started having sex to talk to him about it. So there was a balance that he struck, or that the people in my life struck. My mom didn't really have it, but I remember even talking to my sister and her telling me like, you need to be ready for like the emotional part of it. And I think I had already had sex and I just didn't tell her. But she was like, like, once you finally do it, that's just going to be on your brain 24 and 7. You're going to like be thinking all about this dude. You're just going to be hype. Bas- like that was basically her thing. Because I think she knew that I was going to be insane about the safety aspect. But no, you're right. You're not going to know, but you can do your best to have open dialogue and conversation. And that's the thing where I'm like, I don't from from this whole thing that he's talking about checking her hymen. Like it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of open dialogue happening where she. Oh, there probably is. I don't he's think so. Talking to her about it, but you also, think so? Absolutely, it's probably a conversation. Is you don't go have sex, and I'm gonna yeah. Make but sure the, you're what kind sex. of conversation? Just the way, the same way you said to me when I said that my dad said, you know, this is gonna mean a lot more to you than it is to him. You wish that he would have went into more detail about that, about what that means. I wish T.I. would go into detail about it or all men would go into detail about their sexual experiences or especially their first time, what that was like, what kind of pressure they were under, if they screwed somebody over, if it didn't matter to them and have like honest conversations. I think that that would help 
inform young people to be like, oh, all right, maybe I maybe I will wait on this bullshit because that sounds like some bullshit. Or maybe they don't. Maybe We're not. like, hey, listen, I listened to everything that you said. I'm ready to get it popping. I can handle all of that. I love Jerome. He calls me every night. I love Jerome. And, or I love Shanae. He DM me. He don't even call me. She's really kind. We love each other. We about to get it popping. It's very possible, and too. And I'm be like... Right. Exactly. But I would hope that when you do get it popping, what? When they do get it popping, that hopefully they have a conversation afterwards or you have a conversation or the parent has a conversation with them or the mentor or whoever they're talking to and be like, did you? How do you feel? Do you want to go to, I don't have to go with you, but I think that you should see a gynecologist. I think that we should start, I think you need to tell your primary care doctor that you're having sex. I think you need to get tested regularly. Like that's the conver- the next conversation that needs to happen. They can still have their autonomy and they can still, you know, have their quote unquote agency um, where you're not like, you know, they're entitled to their sexuality. This is a but whole it's a other episode. I cannot. Not with your child. I'm not talking about your, but I'm just saying, I am talking kind of, but it's just like that's the next conversation. And there's not a lot of next conversations that are happening. So all these kids are just figuring it out. It's just like, oh, because somebody came to the high school and is talking about random STD testing and shit. That's like how you, or you figure it out the hard way when you fuck around and get chlamydia and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Or you have a scare or whatever, you know, a lot of this stuff just come, a lot of this learning just comes from kids visiting a free clinic when something ain't right. It's like, why aren't parents having the the after conversations? Like I know that my dad, like, went and just gave, I think my older cousin just gave him a bag of condoms when he went to college and was like, here you go. But like, was there a conversation about what that means, how to treat a woman, how you should be treated, what that looks like, what exploring your body looks like? I mean, I think T.I. probably, the other flip side is T.I. probably is very involved, evidently, and he's just giving... kind of perverse opinions and passing that on to her. Right. But he may be doing all that you're saying, and that's what he's thinking. I'm taking my daughter to the clinic. That's I'm why I active. said I feel, I feel like, like I think he's trying his best, but he he don't have all the tools, oh, child. none of us do, child. I don't know. But, but these memes of him looking through holes are sticking me I down. have never seen that Look, one. that shit's hilarious. They oh, keep having my it's God. too much. It's too much. Oh Ti, I hope he's hope he's reading some books about what had happened. I hope, or I hope somebody's whispering in his ear. Some some old mama or somebody. I don't know what the fuck Tiny's doing. I never know what she's doing. In other news, um, politics is usual. No, we gotta talk about this Issa Rae movie that's coming out that oh, I'm really child. concerned about. I don't know nothing about this movie, but you got a real issue with this. I just, I can't take it seriously. And I don't know what they're going to do. It's Issa Rae. And what is his name? The boy from Get Out. Get Out. Lakeith, first of all. What? His name is Lakeith. And Lakeith. And they're supposed to be like doing this movie called The Photograph. Why why do you have such an issue with it? They're just so so mismatched. Like, what? Why are they mismatched? I just don't think that their chemistry is 
I have to see this movie. Have like, you seen have the trailer? To, yes. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? Is this a parody? Is they about to make a joke real quick? Because this is, can't be. Really? This I haven't watched the trailer. This can't be us. Why? What's the this chemistry? Right. There is no chemistry. It's weird. I don't think Issa Rae has chemistry with a whole lot of people. I don't even think she has chemistry with the that fine dude on, um what's her show on HBO? I'm the worst. What's that show called? Why can't I remember it? Cheaters. Selfish. No. Insecure. I don't think the dude Daniel, I don't think she has chemistry with him. So why are they doing it? Oh, this is why people were saying it's going to be the new Love Jones. It's not going to be because they put some jazz on behind it. Yep. They got chemistry, the first two people. Oh, Daniel's in it. See, she just doesn't have chemistry with people. Work. It's just not going to work, and I'm concerned that they're trying to be serious. I actually think he has chemistry. I think that he's charming in his own little weird way. But I just, I just. annoying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, let's not tear them down, child. They're doing the best that they can do. You, listen. What? Not everybody can be Nina and Darius. It's just impossible. Very few. You can't even get that shit in real life. I'm trying. Child, me too. Not how to do it. I gotta get the right jeans. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we should still go support the movie. I'm gonna go see it and I'm gonna be upset. I'm really excited for what's the face? What's the other one? Uh, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. I cannot wait to see that. Like, can't wait. But that's more political. I don't know how much of a love story it is. It's like a social commentary about, you know, these people, they're going a first date and the chemistry is bad. Apparently, they're like not supposed, like they're not getting along or something like that. Also, I didn't really read or watch the trailer, so. <laughs> but apparently, 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 they have don't have chemistry. A cop pulls them over. Starts acting wilding on them. He kills the cops, and then this Bonnie is the photograph. Yeah, then they're on their Bonnie and Clyde, and they're like, and the whole society is backing them, like they're cheering them on. So it's more of like a political commentary than the than the the complexities. Well, we of should see it and support black business. Yeah, I fucking love Melinda Matapaskineski. Oh, this is not the photograph. This is Queen and Slim. I have no idea what you're talking about, Antoinette. What you're talking about? The photograph is Issa Rae. No, I thought you were talking about the photograph. I was like, that's not what the trailer just looked like. No, that one's about her mother. I don't know. Her mother, like, yeah, somebody died in a photograph. Anyway, he's that's her. We know so much about it, as you can see. (laughs) We know so much about everything. Everything. We're like, what's that called? Y'all ask for pop culture. You gonna regret the shit now. Um. Anyway, politics as usual. This is actually really sad, and I really hope that everybody signed this petition. This Rodney Reed situation down in Texas, where he is set to be killed, murdered, basically. 
Um, he has the death penalty against him for rape and murder. I forget the woman's name. Um, God rest her soul. She happened to be a white woman. Um, and he was having an affair with her. And she was engaged to a former police officer who happened to be white. Um, she was found um, like killed by her car. And uh, Rodney's DNA was found on her. And he claimed, he always claimed his innocence. Um, but he did, he did not come forward and say that he was having an affair with this woman because he was, he didn't think anybody would believe him. He didn't think it would believe his story rather because she was engaged to marry one of the cops, um, one of the police officers at that time when this happened. Um, new evidence has come out. Well, one, the man that she was engaged to, the former police officer, actually went to prison for kidnapping and rape in a very in a different case altogether. So that she goes to tell you that he was actually that gen- that not gentleman that former police officer her her fiance um, was a suspect, but those he was not a suspect for very long. Um, I think he was a cop at the time. Yes, That's he was why. a cop at the yeah, time. That's so. what I'm saying. He was a former police officer. So they pinned it on Rodney, who there were several people who said, like, yeah, we knew they were having sex. We knew she was having an affair. So his story kind of checked out. But then what's really crazy is that um, her fiance's prison mate who I don't think he was offered any leniency to say this or to come forward, but he um, basically said that her fiance admitted to killing her and to raping her. And so the, the main thing is like, regardless of what you believe, this new evidence should really be brought forth and he should be able to appeal the ruling um, the issue is that the governor has to then appeal it and the governor has not done such yet. Um, and his time is running out because he is sentenced to die November 20th, which is just insane. Um, there are other pieces of the story that um, it just it would it would take too long to go into detail. But I really encourage folks to look this story up and sign this petition. The petition will be linked in the bio. Um, it takes two seconds to sign the petition. Um, folks like, uh, who is it? Kim Kardashian, Rihanna, Seth Green, a whole bunch of people have really been tweeting this out and really been trying to use their celebrity. Um, Dr. Phil had him on his show. There's like a bunch of new evidence, though, that is basically showing that this man was... Um, was framed. And so you can call the governor um, at 512-967-0567. That's 512-967-0567. Those calls are probably more effective than um, simply signing the petition. Like his office needs to be inundated with calls. The petition you can find at freerodneyreed.com. That's free R... Girl, what? F R E E Rodney R O D N E Y Reed R E E D dot com. 
Um, and it it takes two seconds. Um, they already have over two and a half million signatures. Their new goal is three million. I think their first goal was one million. They bypassed that very quickly. So do what you can. Um, they have a bunch of other numbers on there that you can call. But folks in Texas really got to stand up and do the right thing because um, this would just be this would just be a sin. That, this is why I don't believe in the death penalty. Um, but anyway, do what you can um, and and call and call. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's kind of heavy. Uh, but I will say that this week. We have more heaviness to drop. Yeah, we it do. It don't stop. <laughs> and we back on our bullshit. <laughs> um, child, this is so fitting because, like I said, I'm in Philly. <laughs> and so we had we were doing this episode anyway. This episode is um, when you leave, make sure you go. Meaning when you leave, when you exit a relationship, any kind of relationship, friendship, most likely we're going to be talking about romantic relationships. Make sure you actually go. Because there's a lot of people still in relationships with folks, but they're single. Whereas like all of these emotional ties are still very much intact. Um, and it's so crazy because God has a way. You got a way. I don't you know what that was. You manifested that. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. How did I manifest that? That's I wasn't how, thinking well, about that's that. That's how it works. I think that it was Somehow, a test. Somehow, I think way. it was God testing me to say, listen, you on this new, you're, you're in this new place. You're thinking about somebody new. Are you really there? You had to ask yourself that you created that opportunity for you to. Well, we dig will, a little bit, I, but deeper. I wasn't thinking about him anyway. Let's bring let's That's bring the not listeners. That's how it in. works. You don't have to always think so about. So Shanti it. was like, I don't want to go to Trader Joe's. Let's just go tomorrow. And I kept being like, Girl, if you go to Trader Joe's on a Saturday, it's going to be empty because everybody's out and about and doing their thing and having a ball night on the town. And so she was like, oh, I don't want to. I was like, Just go today. Don't go to Trader Joe's on Sunday. We go to Trader Joe's. Do 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 do. I got my cart. She's got her cart. I'm getting drinks like kombucha and lemons. And I look up and boom, I feel these eyes on me. And I'm like, who the fuck? I look up and boom, it's the ex of my exes. The ex that y'all have heard me talk about multiple times on this bitch. And I was just like, and he looked at me and he was like, and so I was like, Hi, and I smiled. I was just going to be like, this is not going to be awkward. Walked over, had pleasantries. Long story short, he doesn't even live in New York anymore. He's moved back to Philadelphia, um, bought a house, doing really well for himself, got two master's degrees now, yada, 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 yada. Didn't hesitate to tell me any of that. Um, Commented on how there's no ring on my finger. I kept that moving. It was fine. It, it It was a good conversation, a pleasant conversation. I'm told him to go to the Sable Collective. He laughed because he was like, well, the last time I saw Shanti, she almost punched him in the face. So, um, but it was interesting the, the, how I felt talking to him. It how did felt, you feel talking to him? Um, it felt nostal- I felt nostalgic. I felt like, oh, 
this feels familiar. This feels like I was making fun, like looking, he had his car, he was making fun of the stuff in my car because it was just lemons and kombucha. And then I looked at his and it was like tofurkey and tofu. I was like, what is this? Like that Negro used to eat meat. So I just thought it was hilarious. And then, you know, I noticed like the ingredients for this chili that we used to make. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm making our chili. And even that was like, why would you say that? Like, shut up, shut up. But he just looked the same. He looked good. He looked fine. Um, but it just felt fine or fine. What? He looked fine. <laughs> but it just felt. Um, and I was tr- I was annoyed because I have on these sweatpants though. Internet has Turn on the sound off. Young sweatpants. Internet has is showing on. my ankles. <laughs> it is sixty because- degrees outside. She got on. <laughs> Black sweatpants uh, with black socks, and her skin just keeps poking through. It was a mess. I did not look like a fox. I was ah! like, I, I, I did not like a foxy lady. I didn't look like a fox, and I was like, fuck. Like <laughs> you know, like you want to stunt. Funny. You want to stunt on your. That, you all this is getting you? picked up in the mic. All these I covers. Lie down. I'm sorry. All these covers, Shanti, in the mic. <laughs> This is what I do. You're not going to come here and control so how I gonna, do it. Wait, you're not even going to look at the outline? Because there's questions and stuff you need to answer. So you need to grab I'm your phone if you're going to your do story. that. Don't tell me what to do, please. Go ahead. Do your thing. So anyway, that happened. And it made me feel... It brought up a, It brought up some stuff, but it didn't make me feel like... I don't know. It just. It was annoying. It was like, ugh, why? Why? Like, Why? That's annoying. And so I have not been thinking about this man. Haven't thought about him, especially now I ain't been thinking about him. Um, and so it was just kind of shocking. And But I was, I was happy that we didn't just like ignore each other or we didn't just, I don't know, act like we didn't spend that significant amount of time together and like try to build something and it, you know, okay, it didn't work fine. Um, but so anyway, I go on to think like, or ask myself, like, why, why is it when you break up with somebody, is it so difficult to walk away? And especially if you run into them and it's like super cool or super like, Hey, you know, that those, is it natural that those feelings come up? Like, is that a bad thing? Like those feelings of like, Oh, I remember this or... Damn, that was, it was nice to joke with you again or joke the way we joke. Because you have your thing with each person, you know? Like, mm-hmm. each thing is different, how you relate to each other. So, I, it's like, does that mean I'm still pining for him? I don't think so at all. But it's still like a, oh, I do miss that. Not you. And I think, like, is that okay to miss certain aspects of folks or certain feelings that you had with them? Of course. Why you, wouldn't it has be that okay? happened to you? Absolutely. There's an ex of yours that be popping up, wanting to support and shit. <laughs> be like, Absolutely. Bro, and how I love do you him. feel? I love okay. him and I'm always going to love him. Mm. And that's just the space that he has. I mean, but there ha- there are boundaries and right. there are um there's self-control and there's discipline and there's there's places that you don't wander. You don't go into that space of um, what girl? Can you smell it? 
I don't think that milk is good, Joe. I smelled it earlier. Did you taste it? Go ahead. It's fine. <sighs> um, I don't know what I was just saying. There's boundaries and there's wanderings. Can you look at the time so you can get no, that it, out I of there? No, I just will keep it. Um, there's space and there's there's just things that you that you don't do. You know, right. I wouldn't like follow up and like you know no. go out to eat or do mm-hmm. any of those things. If you if you meet up with somebody then right. and you bump into each other, then you bump into them, and then it's just and if you shared a a an, a, a major they shared a major part in your life and helped form you in a lot of ways. I think it's only natural to like still feel nostalgic and also feel that flame of like, what if? Yeah. And what can still that's be? That's the thing. It was like, so he mentioned to me that he bought a house, which was like, I, it's crazy because I've been talking about wanting to buy a house for a long time. And I was like, oh, that's great. Um, and like, he, he, I know that he's doing super well for himself. So... It was also like, I, I mentioned like, oh, you bought a house, that's great. I've been thinking about that too. And especially with the market in Philadelphia, I'm like over New York. He, and he offered like, oh, well, if you need help. I was like, it just feels like a lot. He was like, well, if you need help, like it is a lot. You know, I can, I can help you out or whatever. And I just thought to myself, like, there's no way in hell I'm asking you for help on how to buy a house. Like that's a boundary where it's like, we don't need to have any no. communication. Um, we definitely don't need that. We don't need anything like that. But there was that like, oh, what if it wouldn't have ended up that way? Like, would I be in that house with you? Would we have that dog? Would we be making the chili together and dancing around and yada, yada, you know? And it's not saying that I want that, but it's just like, oh, wow. A part of you probably does still want that. Like, it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be, it doesn't have to be something that you act on, but it's probably, a part of you is probably like, there's still that possibility. I that I wanted there. that. There's that possibility. There's a po- the possibility is still there, and that there's a part of us that's like, well, what? That's I, where the what no if lives. I don't think that there is a possibility there, and I think that uh, there isn't a possibility there for me that I would go back with him. I I really strongly feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that, but I think that's the part that I still mourn because I. I remember how good some of the times did feel and how some of what he was talking about was a part of our plan, quote unquote plan. And it was like, oh, I'm not involved. I'm not in that plan anymore, you know, and that's the morning of it. But I just think that it was so perfect that that kind of happened today before we recorded this. Because it's interesting, I wrote on our outline to talk about, ter- oh, she doesn't go by Taryn anymore. What does what does Taryn go by now? What's her name? Mystic Morna. What is your she name? Is Stop right now. She's on that. She on that spiritual Stop. shit. She did. She changed her name, and it's probably, it's like a. I don't remember what it is. It's um. She follows like a source set. Offset is her name. Offset. Um. Anyway, I was with her. At that healing retreat that I went to after he and I um, broke up. Um, And she took me, we were in Costa Rica, and um, on our downtime, we were talking a lot about that situation and about how a lot, some aspects of it were very um, abusive um, and how I was codependent on him, and it was probably heightening his abuse 
and how my codependency probably felt like abuse to him. And she was like the first person to really lay it to me like that. Like your actions as well probably felt like X to him. It's not just him. And I was like, oh shit. So she was like, you need to break these ties because what was crazy was he reached out to me while I was there. And I was like, and it derailed me completely. Like just getting a text from him was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And we were supposed to do this and this and this this month and like went on this down this whole rabbit hole. She took me to the beach and she was like, you need to break these umbilical cords. She was like, a lot of people talk about them as like these umbilical cords where like a lot of mothers and daughters have them. But like sometimes you have that when a person enters your body spiritually, like you form this tie with them. And so she was, you know, and I like to think like every person that you sleeps with leaves a little something behind. And so she did like this whole ceremony with me about breaking these umbilical cords, these uh, these emotional umbilical ties. Um, And she had me say all these affirmations and do all these visualizations. It was pitch black in the beach on a black sand beach in Costa Rica. And then she was like, now go walk in the water, dunk yourself in, purify yourself. And I was like shaking and crying and she was like holding me it was like a really beautiful I'll never forget her for that like it was a really beautiful moment and she didn't have to do it and it wasn't part of the retreat she just was like no we're gonna go do this we're gonna leave everybody else and do this and I remember feeling better and I, and I remember feeling like I'm not gonna respond to him and I didn't and I remember being like really okay with that and not checking his social media and all that shit but I didn't keep that up, that practice of, I think, intentionally, because they still come up. So then if I would run into him, stuff would come up for me, you know, or whatever. And I wouldn't then go back to, okay, that tie just kind of reconnected, break it again, because it's what you need to do. So um, I think it's especially difficult now with social media, because it's like, you can stalk people on there. Like, do you... So, so just to clarify, the you're you're talking about your question that you're asking is how do we really go when, when you break up with somebody? How do you, or really... when they break up with you, or when you decide to just part ways, when you or change the nature of the relationship, or change how you feel about that person? That's the real people. thing. Because I thought you were saying like you break up with somebody, but y'all still like. Seeing each other basically, and you having this some people toxic cycle of we don't go together, but you're still doing the same things some that you people did before. Do that too. No, I mean like, how do you go? Like you really you take your whole spiritual self, and when you actually when you and the person like leave each other, so quote unquote, most people don't. Most people are still calling, still writing, still looking on each other's Instagram. Yeah. Oh, just thought about you today. Yeah. Taking a picture of some shit you passed in the mall mm-hmm. and being like, oh, you would like this. Music, spaces that you go. Of course. It's it was like, hard it's to walk. Death. A- it's terrible. It takes it's terrible. forever. It's like walking a plank. Yeah. It's it like- should be like walking a plank. You got to walk through. You got to jump off that thing mm-hmm. and there's no turning back. Right. That's how it should be. But that it takes it's a lot. Yeah. It took me two years. Mm-hmm. It took years. Yeah. It took me two years. To, to stop like, thinking about what's to the old not boy. Feeling, yeah, to not 
morning to to for the morning to be gone mm. and for the what if and for the the when you see him now is there a what if ever like he came no 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 it's not a what if but it's definitely like it's definitely like a um i think more than anything it's like a space of yeah, like smiling. Like you can go back and be like, yo, we were wild. That was wild. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with you. Yeah. We had fun. You like that hurt me. But I think it, in the same case with you, when people allow themselves to really go through that process and really let that person go, it's often a very transformative Yes. Part like once I made the decision that this was a toxic space, it wasn't it wasn't my in my situation it wasn't toxic. It was just a dead end. It was just yeah. It couldn't be anything. And it was a it was becoming a waste of time and a drain and also there were a lot of like bad habits attached with being with him. But once I did that, like my life changed. It was pivotal. And like me learning because when you are in so much pain and you want somebody else so badly and then you know you shouldn't be with that person, who do you turn to? Mm-hmm. Who do you turn to? You. Yourself. All you, you. have is yourself. You. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I meant like you go. You no, have to go in. You go inward. You have to learn how to get the tools to like. Mm-hmm. Or you don't. I don't know many people that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know a lot of people that don't develop those tools but like i was there's forced. a lot of people who they might just go into another relationship yeah i had to get those tools and it was like pivotal for my spiritual development so anybody that's in that situation right now is like i think i think the common um pitfalls of Checking stuff and yeah, we're gonna get so let's get into that. So natural social media, like social media is such a fucking curse when you're going through a breakup. That shit is the worst. I remember I lost my whole shit when I went on social media. He lost his shit because I was writing sad shit and I had deleted his pictures off. And he wrote me really upset. And he was like, no matter what happens, I'm never deleting these pictures of you because I will always love you. all this bullshit. He deleted They're still them. on there? He deleted the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I lost, no, I lost my shit because he, he blocked me first. And I was like, how the fuck do you block me and you cheated on me? The audacity. You mad at me? And he was like, I'm... I forget what he said, that he was basically trying to make a clean break. And I was like, that is so callous. I just remember I still was looking to him to, like, give me something. A post that reflects how he feels. How sad oh, yeah, he felt. Yeah. Oh, we went No, that it. Negro flew to Miami <laughs> and had a whole alone vacation. He posted one sad or, or very, not sad, but he was, like, looking out into the <laughs> sunset or some shit. It was like something about how heavy his mind was or something, but it was not like, you know, I just fucked up the love of my life and I ruined our relationship. It wasn't that. That was what I wanted. Like, I ruined the best thing that ever happened to me. No. That was just on your post. 
That was no, it was like you ruined the, it. Was, that was when Lemonade came out, so I was quoting Lemonade and like, uh, very dramatic. You are, you are, you are. It was like who are? It was like who are these women that walk the halls at night? Like all this stuff, and he was he was so pissed. But I remember doing that, and it was so unhealthy. Just like posting stuff to see what kind of response I would get from him, or if I would get a response, or needing a response from other people to validate me, almost, and be like, I, I, I was just looking for that. It was like an online diary at one point where it was like, I'm not gonna say what's going on specifically, but I'm just going to elude the fact that I'm going through some bullshit over here. And then, you know, stalking him, looking at his pictures, going through his comments. And that was back when you could see what people were liking on Instagram. They recently changed that where you could see other people's activity. So like seeing like, is he already moving on with somebody? Is he this? Is he that? Because he had broken up with someone like two months before he met me and we hopped in and was like full speed ahead. So if I was that girl, I'd have... I'd have been fucking pissed. So you know who you are. <laughs> that's so fucked up. But I say all that to be like, um, I think the best practice, I think what he did was healthy, not necessarily to block the person, but unfollow the person. I'm very good at that now. I, I'm very good at muting people. I don't necessarily unfollow them because the last time I accidentally unfollowed somebody, they lost their fucking shit on me. It was like, you know that there are people with apps and you can see who unfollowed you. Like, I don't give a fuck if you can see that. Shut up. But anyway. Whoa. Sorry. Still have some anger. <laughs> but um, muting stories, muting posts. I think that's very healthy. And maybe even, especially the person has a private page and you know you're going to go to it. Eventually, I did unfollow him. It took me a long time. No, actually, he blocked me. I'm lying. He blocked me. <laughs> and then I lost my shit. I went back. <laughs> Opened up another person's account. No, no. <laughs> but people do that. I went back, followed him. He allowed me to. And then I unfollowed it. And then he blocked me again because it said this person has no post. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not blocked anymore, apparently. That's fine. But it's just like, that's so silly. You don't need to see what that person is doing. What is that going to give you? Like block that human, especially if it was somebody, there's all kinds of different situations. If if this person is somebody who you know, hey, you have no business talking to, what like this person, he didn't have all the tools, but he was not beating the shit out of me. He wasn't cursing. Like there's some shit that's really bad. Block that person. That person does not deserve to be in your life. And it's completely healthy and well within your right to do that. And it was well within his right to do that. And I should have respected that because maybe that was what he needed in order to heal on his own shit. But there's people who make him burner accounts. What does that mean? Girl, you ain't never been desperate. You make a false account. You make like a a fake account so that you can follow the person under a different name or whatever the case is. It's just like... It's a lot of women that you're just going to yawn in the mic like that. You did it a couple weeks ago, and I let you do it, okay? Okay. Stay off my nerves. (laughs) But I think that you got to block the person. You have to. Or you have to stop. You have to do what you have to do to stop looking at their stuff. I couldn't do it. I blocked him, but then I unblocked him, and then I felt like I was better. 
But like I said, this is two years. This is a it's year. Going to take it's some time. It's a transition. It goes. You go through. But didn't you take some time? I'm sure you can follow him now. But there was a point where you couldn't. No, like, I think I always followed him. Oh wow! But maybe I no. I then I blocked him. Yeah, you because I learned a while later, like he was six somebody. months later, he was seeing somebody, and it. I remember it that. Crushed me. I don't think I've. I, child, that messed me up. And I was like, oh, and it's with this raggedy Ann? Oh, <laughs> my God. So maybe I should have blocked him. I should have blocked him, but I had to. That's still holding on. We still holding on when we need that social media piece, I think. I think we really are. What's the next one? You take that. How do you recalibrate your mind? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I think but, you just got to go through it. You got to go through it. I think for myself, um, I wrote, I stopped. In, in this particular relationship, he was somebody that I met after I had separated from Jolie's father. And he had offered me play. And he had offered me kind of like this love that wasn't, there was no judgment attached to it. And like, he was just like, I like, I, I like everything about you. And I could like be myself and be freed up. I was serving. So I was like partying, not partying, but like after you, after you get off your shift, you after go you get, get off your shift, you get off a drink and you have like three drinks mm-hmm. and like he smoked cigarettes. So I started Ugh. smoking cigarettes. Disgusting. And like did not like that period. Being out, just being out, but having so much fun. And I think once once that wore off and like I we we were like two years after seeing each other, I was like, oh, this can't go beyond this. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not I don't feel good. This is mm-hmm. not what I want to do. I'm tired. This is totally against my my real life, which is like a mom, and I would only mm-hmm. see him on the weekends, and like it was just tiring. So it, the recalibration had to happen in my actions as well, mm. and it's like that's where I grounded myself. It was like a practice of like I started going to the gym, mm-hmm. and I started working out a lot, and I started running, and I started eating like better. And I was like, I just have to feel better. Mm -hmm. And that the better I take care of myself, the more I I can get away from him. Like I I can start clearing my mind. Like it was Mm -hmm. it was a a way of me. And I guess it's cliche, but like it that shit works. It does. You feel good and you feel stronger. Yeah. And you see results in like your physical and just you feel better. You feel in in control of yourself. And yeah. like outcomes and shit. And I just my life changed. Like I just Yeah. I changed my life. My habits changed. And um and I had to constantly remind myself that it wasn't right. Yeah. Like it, I had to keep telling telling myself what it really was. Right. It was not sustainable. It was not what I wanted. It's it's so on here. My what I wrote was like telling yourself, because sometimes it's like it's not what you want, but some people will still stay because it's like yeah, but it's what I got. 
and they're more comfortable with having something. But I like to think like you have to tell yourself that there's something better out there and that this was a blessing because you're a prize like at the end of the day, like whether they left you or you left them or whatever the case is, but like there's something else. So like you said, journaling, praying, you know, and I think it's important too that something that helped, I, I think when you're in a, a, a somewhat abusive relationship or something that's like very toxic, I think it's important to not only remember the good times, which is what I was just talking about. I was kind of, that kind of was brought up for me like, oh, we did have fun. Like us joking in the store was like, oh, but not only remembering that. Because I remember um, when I went to therapy, my therapist saw me really struggling. She was like, you talk a lot about how great he was. And you kind of skim over the stuff that was abusive, that was very significant, Antoinette. And she had me um, write down, and this was really painful, to write down as many things as I can remember that were abusive that took place in our relationship. And she was like, I need you to carry that with you. And when you want to, because I was still reaching out to him. He was still reaching out to me. We had had sex after we broke up. Um, oh, we, that's a whole thing too. We Even ran, before everything, we weren't consistently. I ran into him like two months later. This was right before that healing retreat, and um, I ran into him, and he kind of just pulled up on me at like this concert, and we ended up talking on a bench about our relationship and where it went wrong. And I that was like the first time I. No, it was like I we talk, I talked to him about it being abusive and it was the first time he apologized. And um, that felt really good. And then we were both on our... He walks me home and he was on his bike and he, he was just like, oh, I'm going to go get like jerk chicken. That was something we always did late at night after drinking because we had got... We were drinking on a park bench. And I was like, oh, I'm going to come with you. Is that okay? And then, of course, I ended up going back to his house my picture was still, you know, my shit was still in his house. He never put it away. Like, shit like that. It was like, oh, I'm still, he still loves me. And then the next day, I never, I didn't hear from him ever again for like a month until I was in Costa Rica. And it killed me. And I was like, this is not good. And I, and I had just like reconnected all of that work that I, you know, like it was just bad. And so she had me carry this list around. And when I felt the urge to call him or to reach out or to look at his social media, her instructions for me was to read that list. So I had to write that list and then I had to write down on the other side of it what I do deserve and why I didn't deserve that and what I'm not willing to accept. And I would carry that with me. And I would, I remember being on the train and reading it and I would cry. I would just just silently just have tears coming down my face because I would be, it was very triggering and I would relive some of the stuff that was like, that was so fucked up. And then also I would cry reading the things that I do deserve because I didn't really believe I deserved them. And I was, and I would, I was mm-hmm. facing that in myself, yeah. like, yeah, wow, you don't really think that you deserve this. Yeah. And so that was really helpful. Some people were like, that's fucked up. You shouldn't have done that. But it was helpful for me in that type of situation. Yeah, I think that's great. That's wonderful. But numero uno. Don't fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if that you, D was good. You want to talk about not seeing social media? Do not tech block this person on your phone. 
Yeah. Y'all can't be talking. I Listen, we quote unquote broke up, but then it took probably like two months before we officially stopped talking. Yeah. We were meeting. We meet up for coffee. Then we meet up for drinks. Then you'd end up at his house. And then it'd be like, fuck. 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 <laughs> Literally. So. Mounting. Do mounting. Don't do it. Grinding and pounding. <laughs> and mounting. And blocking. <laughs> That will block your, your chakra. And Blocking your, your motherfucking blessings. That will block yes. your higher chakras because yeah. you're doing dumb shit. But listen, do not block that number. Yeah. ASAP Rocky. Like It feels keep so the, cold. For, so, for a Libra, it feels so cold. It does not matter. because Especially so if you cold. love that person and that person texts you like, hey... What you doing? How you feeling? I, I miss you. you. Can you can we meet for coffee? I just want to talk. Like fuck that bullshit. I just want to talk. I just want to meet up to talk. And you're like, okay. If that person really wants to see you, they will show up to your house. He would. He would meet me at my job on my way to work. We were a mess, and I'd be like, oh my god. And then he stopped doing that, and then I, and then it was an unraveling. Oh man, that's too much. Child. It was a mess. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was. It was a See, we get caught up in this fantastic. movie. This movie, like, oh, like, all the stakes oh. are so high when that kind of love <laughs> is not the healthy love, yo. Um, some will say rebound no. or find a distraction. Sure. You and I disagree with this completely. There's so my it's like my therapist even was like, maybe you should date somebody else. I was like, I don't want to fucking date anybody else. Like, what are you talking about? I hate that. I don't like anybody, and then th- I'm 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 offering my broken self to this other person who has fair. right. They have no business accepting this bullshit for me because I can't really provide nothing like for m- them. Men, I think mm-hmm. men. A lot of men are conditioned to do that. To like, well, a man told me I was asking someone <laughs> how you get over somebody, and that was it came from a man, but. Uh, we have women in our lives who do this. Stop. No, I guess so. Yeah, we got a lot of them who be like, mm, I, on to the I next. think finding a t- distraction is okay though. From, I think you it's know, you. I think what you said earlier, diving into you, like girl, dating that took me you, like month it, five. No, but once you month do it, six. you're like, oh shit, I'm taking myself out to eat. I'm getting my. I pedicure. wasn't. I was trying to go to the bar and find the gym. him. <laughs> It took a long time It does I was a mess But you had to feel your feels And then you start dating you This is not all right away But this is like I think the process of it Of like how you do it How do you get there? Right? No? Yeah I hope so And I I hope this And whoever is going through this Or it's very fresh I hope folks know that You gotta keep going though And it takes a long time It takes a long time. time But it's but it you get and to the other side. I don't think side. you ever get to the other side though, unless you do the you part. You gotta do oh, the okay. you part because you're gonna repeat it with the next oh, person. Yes. No, like for you true. gotta do the you part for true. Like all of these heartbreaks true, no. are an opportunity for us to get our shit together for us. Yeah. Like I know. Uh, anyway, let me. I I also think it's really important that you have a support system. Mm. It's a. I know some people who retreat. I'm not that kind of person, I don't think. You I did retreat. I retreated, but I I knew y'all were there. I needed to quiet. I didn't I couldn't hear 
You're right. I was severely depressed, so I wasn't. Ta- <laughs> I was not talking to a lot of people, but I knew that y'all were there, and it wasn't like I wasn't. It's some people who just won't talk about it at all. It was like when I was ready, then it was like I'm showing up at your showing up at your house, calling you. I'm crying, and you need to let me in and let me sleep in your bed. Did I call you? I probably called you a couple of times crying. No, my sister told y'all. Oh, did you call me about old boy? Yeah. I called you when I was like, like... You called me when... You you were going back and forth about him for a while. And I was like, mm. I remember I, I never... I wasn't around him enough. But when you told me that he wasn't interested in Joe, I was like, oh, yeah, nah. Um, but you called me. I'll never forget when you called me when you found out he was seeing somebody. I was like, oh, she hurt, hurt, hurt. Cause you you were still like ice cold. Yeah, you were still like, yeah, we broke up. It's whatever. You know, like I'm just it's just gonna take a while. I'm I'm going through it, whatever. I was like, all right, well, she dealing over there, but you you weren't like and then when you found out that he was seeing somebody, you finally divulged, like, I'm fucking hurting. I've been hurting, and this is terrible pain that I'm feeling. I was like, for real? I was like, I didn't know he was over there going through all that. I guess you don't, yeah, you don't, know. you're not the same where I'll be like, I'm really sad today because, oh my God. Yeah, I could not believe that. And my mom, I went home and I was like howling to the moon, like literally. And my mom was like, yeah, well, <laughs> fucking told you. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> she can no sympathy. No, yeah, I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry. You play with fire. <laughs> See, that's why you need a support system because that's not a that's not the support system you need. It's important to have people around you that you can talk about it and different people. Like I had, I had my girl Jade who was like. What that nigga bike look like? Because if I see it in the street, <laughs> I'm going to fucking run that bike over or I'm fucking that bike up. And so, you just see Jade out kicking a bike. First of all, she was in, <laughs> she was on crutches for kicking a bike, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> that literally happened. She went out. I hate her. But you need that friend that's like, we going to fuck him up. Fuck him. And then we need the friend like you that's like, but how, what are you learning about yourself in this? <laughs> What? How can you move forward? And then I have my girl Angie, who's like, "Yeah, Tita, I'm telling you, I know. Oh, honey, let's go get a pedicure. You know, like that's that's her, that's her vibe. Like, oh my God, you're such a good person. That's not what you need. And then you know, you have my sister who's just like, I don't even know what to say. You just need to feel this, and it's okay for you to cry. I'm here." You know, you have that person too. But I had a plethora of different options. So when I was I angry, you were with. I'm calling Jade. <laughs> when I'm ready to do some work, I'm calling you. When I just want to shoot the shit, go get something to eat, have somebody listen to my bullshit, I'm calling Angie. But like, I mean, I, I needed that. I really did. And I think there's a lot of people that retreat. They don't talk about it. They don't get it out, whether it's talking yeah, or journaling or whatever. Yeah, there has to be a lot of like saying the same thing over and yep. over and over and over and over and over. Because over you're convincing yourself every time you say it to yeah. it, every time you hear it. It's like, I, would, I knew I was saying the same shit over and over again. I know they were tired of hearing it, but they fucking listen. Shout out to y'all. You know who you are. That was a mess. And I listened to you right. Yeah, you were upset with him. That was like the one of the most vulnerable time. That that was like some of the most vulnerable. What am I trying to say? He'd me had had, had me. He he, he had, had me tongue tied. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, yeah, what was the other up. one? Um, oh, God. I'm not talking about that. Then they talk about, you know, oh, letting go of the potential and saying hello to the reality. What's that? Um, oh, shit. This is reminding me of India. This is India Ree's album. <laughs> do, do, do. Hello, Christmas in the morning. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's Jill Scott. How did no, that's, that's India Ree. Oh, no, wait. Do, 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 that's Jill. I can turn it on like Bill, baby. Oh, that's Jill. I love that what song. That was, I, that was. What's the India Ree when she's like, it's something about the. Yeah, Do good the, morning, heartache, <laughs> something else. And pay. How does it go? <laughs> Center of my chest. Yeah. Some shit. I was I like, know. India, that's me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, how do you let go of the potential and say hello to the reality? You got to stay in the here and now. I think you got to write that motherfucking list of like, yeah. this is really what this, this is really what this was. This is what this could have been. And that. You got to stay in the hold here on. and now. Yeah. We are not together for a reason. And the why is important. And it, mo- and, and, and the likelihood of this person just being perfect and y'all not together. If that's the case, then maybe you were the trash one. Trash ass motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga trash ran from bitch. you, bitch. <laughs> Get your shit together. You gotta go in where you and fucking you need up to other get people's your shit lives. together. Maybe you were the trash. You one. are trash. <laughs> you trying to <laughs> leave him alone? No, but I'm serious. So often we're talking about people's potential. Even look at me now, still like, oh, that could have been. No, it couldn't have been because had I been in that house, I'd have been in that house, still looking at the ground, scared to look at men in their eyes, which is just insanity. Not saying Bitch. that he's still that person, but I'm just saying like that was a factor, that was a reality. So why are you hold? Why are you even holding space for that thought? Stay Antoinette present Henry. in the now and knowing that. And you... the now, I can walk down the street and look anybody in the and eye and lick your lips and uh, what? And lick <laughs> your lips and wink at them. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm licking, winking. Say what's at... up, nigga. Oh, <laughs> I don't say that. You say, oh, hi, hello. Hi, sir. <laughs> no, I'm, I, it, it's a good feeling. But I, it's also something that I realize when I am on a date and or with someone significant and I realize like, oh, I don't have that fear, you know, and it feels so good. And I'll note it of like, oh, I just said hi to a male friend that, you know, I ran into and there's no issue Wow, that feels really good. Like the, and knowing yeah. that there's a new set of Yeah, there's yeah. a new possibilities there's that new are even better than that old raggedy motherfucking See, this is the person that Shanti canceled. <laughs> so that's that's why you getting the Shanti from her ASAP Shanti. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. <laughs> that poor man was not equipped and it was years and years ago. Stop holding him to I was no, twenty eight. No, no. That was I, four no, years I, ago. No, I real rap, like the possibility of what you have now is you have to have faith that it's far richer than what we yes and and holding on to that and uh, yes and knowing it that's so hard to think because in that now in that suffering you're like this is the best shit that could have ever come my way and it's like no mm. there's so unless much you're the more. Raggedy ass and you unless you're the that. raggedy fuck <laughs> you done one. fucked it up 
anyway, never going to have another opportunity. No, you're going to get your shit together. There's going to be another one. Ah, um, oh, we are really hurting somebody's feelings right I now. I will say this, though. What feels familiar is not always what's best. And I think that's what happens when you link into the person, when you see the person again. So, like, it might feel familiar, but that might not be the best. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. a, a lot of times it will settle into that, oh, this feels like, but it's like, no, go stretch your wings, sis. Um, and then I think the last one is the ruminating. So, like, I think that we sit around and we're like, at least I, I do. I go, and it's bad. I go over and over in my mind of where things went wrong and what I could have done to fix it or what I could have done to, like, to just be the solution to the situation that was not in my control because you can't control another person. And often that happens with people who, quote, unquote, have been victimized where they're constantly working overtime to fix it, to fix it, to fix it, and letting that go. And, and, and oftentimes it's a lot of people who don't like to let go of control and they want to even control the outcome. And so it's like, I could have done this, I could have done that, and you end up beating yourself up about it. Like if I wouldn't have said that, if I wouldn't have worn that, if I would have been smaller, if I would have worked out more, if I would have been this, if I would have been that. And it's like, that is a rabbit hole. And I know that a lot of women go down that rabbit hole. And it, and rumination is often associated with like a lot of anxiety disorders and depression. And it can prevent people from like acknowledging and dealing with their emotions. And, and you fixate on the situation instead of trying to understand the fact that the situation is toxic and understand that how to get out of it. You fixate on what actually happened and mm-hmm. why. And you just can't do that. It's a lot of rabbit holes. You gotta take your ass in the therapy, man, and write your motherfucking list. I didn't go into therapy around that time, though. I mean, and also, I don't know what the difference between rumination and mourning and just missing somebody is. I think rumination is when you're when you're beating yourself up. I think when you're going over and, and you're looking at all the ways that you could have fixed it, and maybe you're possibly trying to still do that, too, where you might still be reaching out and being and, and like just doing the most. Just doing the most, just not letting it die down, just still wanting to be the thing that pieces it together. Yeah, I think that you have to move forward and want change, right? It, it's definitely a forward thing. It's not being in the past, but you know, there's you just gotta you also gotta miss the person. Yes, you just gotta sit in that replaying of moments and feelings, and you just gotta sit in, in songs and places mm. and scents oh, and places, tastes and food and. And it's so crazy now because I will, now that I'll walk around and I'll see a place and think, oh, I want to go here with that person. With another person. A different person. Another, another. 
No, <laughs> shut up. But I'll think to myself, like, oh, I want to try this with him. I wanted to, and there's like excitement no, behind that. No, not not the fool, not my ex. I'm no, talk- I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't. It was just because it just doesn't. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but if, I'm just saying, for me personally, I could not the same place. I'm talking about new places. I want to make new memories with someone. Oh, but else. But not at the same place. No. Oh, I was about I'm not to trying say. to go to our spot. Oh. Or have our song be. Yeah, yeah, you put this cologne on. Yeah, nah. nah. Put this, we, put this, um, fuck no. Put this beard, uh, mask on real quick. <laughs> put this beard mask? extender on. <laughs> 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 yeah. Put the shoes on real quick. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> Can you wear this shirt, please? Can you wear this shirt? We're going to go out to eat at this place. This is a place. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I never been there. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the special. Fuck out of No, no. You thought I was wilding? You thought I ain't had no goddamn, that there was nothing sentimental? Shit, girl. Uh-uh. Some shit is reserved for you. Yeah. No. That is so funny. Can I ask you a question, though? No. <laughs> what? Is it different when you have a child? How different is it when you have a child involved? Is it? Because we're talking about black him, do this, do that. No, because I think in the situation, I think there's different types of breakups, right? There's the breakup that is toxic, but you still want, you see the possibility, you want those possibilities to be there. Well, shit. Jolene... My father had to break up what three or four times. Jolie and your father, or Jolie? <laughs> Jolie and her, f- <laughs> <laughs> Jolie's father and you. Go Jolie's ahead. father and I had to break up plenty of times. But my, I did you not knew. share that type of. Uh, I didn't have the same experience with him that I did with the person that was like. Hmm. And the person that I knew that I had to leave, we didn't have... Like, I'm good with toxic relationships. Like, I'm good at being like, oh, no. Yeah, gotta go, uh-uh. gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Uh-uh. You are. Not today. Like, I'll go through it and I was like, oh, wait, this hurts. Wait a minute. This shouldn't hurt. This shouldn't hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this shirt. Should, should I be experiencing it? No, no, I'm good. But when it was something that wasn't... It wasn't toxic. We weren't cruel to each other he wasn't mean to me i wasn't mean to him we you have to talk other. in the mic you literally just put we the mic loved by your each ear. i had to scratch my lip <laughs> we loved each other but it just was it couldn't work it could never be not in this lifetime it just couldn't be and that was like that That's i think hard. that was the hardest thing to let go because mm-hmm. it's like why we can make it work because um, he was a white boy eight years he, younger than you, not with your shits. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the fuck? You trying to have, you trying to have, I got to pick her up from where? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. He was, he was my own, the only white guy that I ever was with. You loved him. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Still you do. He knows who he is. But I had to make space for something bigger. Something big. Shading. I had to make space for it, it did. It had. It, it expanded me in a way because it, it allowed me to experience love in a way that I was like, "This is how it should feel. Mm-hmm. This is what safety feels like. This mm-hmm. is what, um, this is how it should feel." 
but not with your ass, unfortunately or fortunately. So I can't wait for that. Yeah. I'm so excited for that to be like, this is how it should feel. I I have been seeing somebody and oh. he oh, he he feels very nice. But we're gonna see it's very new with his old raggedy ass. He don't even listen to this shit. See, he don't care about me. I'm break. I'm break up with him. him. Fuck that fuck nigga. Him. He got to go. even listen. He got to go. <laughs> it's over. No, but he's very consistent. When I see him he just FaceTime and I had to de- decline it and apologize. Just now? Mm-hmm. Well, girl, and folks. No, you got to give us an affirmation on this one. You got to help oh, me I cannot. understand. What am I going to say? Block him, girl. Come on, Shanti, you could do it. Also, while Shanti's thinking about her affirmation, Jade of All Jays reminded me to do this, that we need to ask folks to continue to subscribe, rate, and comment on the Around the Week podcast. LOL. Something, but like it's so important that folks rate it and like even like comment on the podcast, especially on Apple Music. Because um, that is just where those algorithms come into play. So definitely do that, please. Um, every time I ask, people do it. It makes me very happy. But I know how many listeners we have, and not everybody's doing it. That's so annoying. I hate I hate asking to do that, but she was like, you have to. So you got an affirmation? Yeah, nah. Y'all, we are literally laying in the motherfucking bed, staring at each other lovingly into each other's eyes. This shit is and weird. And we can make money off of this. We, we have, we I should, have we reached should have went live. No matter of fact, I'm going to go live right now to be like, this is how Shanti and I record the fucking podcast, yo. This is insanity. This is the most unprofessional shit in the world. And we look crazy. Look so the fuck up. I'm embarrassed. Yo, look at this picture. What the fuck is she doing? <laughs> I hate Instagram. Like, what the fuck is that? I bet you it's some kind of du- yep, dumbass caption, <laughs> dumbass deep caption on a fucking nutty ass picture. Stop I'm tired of y'all doing that, yo. Internet stuff. For real. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's just annoying. I bang with that girl. She got reel it in though. <laughs> Shit is so wild. Get it together. All right. <clears throat> we about to go live. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> We go like this is how Shanti and I record the podcast when we're together, just laying in the bed. I, I wish they could see the full shot. And no, you you gonna take this off live? <laughs> I will not. It's, this is coming. <laughs> you have to this is, please answer this is, that. Please, I'm begging you. Take it off. Okay. My boundaries. <laughs> they can't see that. Yes, I can. Please answer. All right, listen. Still are not, you going to do the affirmation? Can you? Can you turn that off? Yeah, they can't see what you're talking about with me in this angle. <sighs> um, what is the affirmation? <clears throat> I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine yourself with your best outfit on 
and your edges are laid and your bun is tight without any flyaways or your hair is cut low and your line is fresh and your skin is clear and your eyes are bright from well rest and deep breathing practices and you're going about your day oblivious and you're dealing with the truth of it all that you can exist in great possibility and joy and newness and growth and evolution while also feeling deep sorrow and loss and pain but you're moving forward and you face the day and the sun is shining and then you see that person you look up and your eyes meet and with confidence bravery and truth you say if you see me in the streets Nigga, you don't know me. <laughs> Why and you repeat, <laughs> if you see me in the streets, nigga, you don't know me. Ashe. Ashe. I am embarrassed. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> Put these people off. This is it. <laughs> Shout you have bears. to erase that. Okay? okay. You can have two things at once. You can have sorrow and you can have happiness and, and deep potential in our lives. It can happen simultaneously. And sometimes you got to exist in that space for a long time until the joy and the happiness and the control outmeasures the deep sorrow. So just keep pushing if you guys are like in the throes of it. It too shall pass. And um, you don't know these niggas when you see them in the street. Contrary to Antoinette's conversation. I must be like, that is not. (laughs) Antoinette should have saw him today and said, excuse me, what? (laughs) Who the fuck are you? (laughs) That's what you should have just said. What? I did get him though at the register where he made the joke. It was like, "You gonna pick the? T- you paying for this too?" And I was, or no, he was like, "You got this one too." And I was like, "I've given you enough. I've given you everything already." <laughs> he was like, "Wow, what more is there wow. actually to give?" <laughs> right, me, I nigga. gave you everything, <laughs> <laughs> and then you flipped over his cart. And it spilled everywhere. <laughs> I didn't. And then I walked out. And then I started with picking my up one, eggs and throwing them at his head. <laughs> I walked out with my high water sweatpants <laughs> towards Shanti. And I kissed her daughter. With your head held high. And with my... And that porcelain skin peeking my through. My 15-hour-old makeup <laughs> and raggedy coat that has ripped lining. And I sashayed away. Namaste, a baby. Hey, baby. Namaste, a baby. Oh, that was a great affirmation, Shanti. Thank you. Y'all was into it. I was into it. I was listening like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You know somebody said that they just want to um, 
They just want a whole episode of you doing them. <laughs> they were like, I'll take a full fucking episode. A shot to repeat. Yo, I think you should do. Could you think you could do like 20 minutes and then we put it up as an episode? I think the people will actually like a sleep countdown, but like an around the way countdown. And then do like a manifestation for money, manifestation for gratitude, manifestation Drop down for. <laughs> and get your eagle on. Drop down. Wait, wait, what's like an ohm? It'd be like, I don't know. What's a, a ohm one? What's a ohm? You know when people are like, ohm. Do do yoga class to see how mad they get. I think I'm like, kick this bitch out. <laughs> Gentrify this. No. You're... <laughs> we should do that. We should make that a thing, white women. Ebonics class. Ebonic sutras. <laughs> no, for real. You think you could do a full episode of them? Y'all just give me, give me the topics. Which I want to get your what line chakras right. Pound and grinding your chakras. You know what somebody else wants? They want us to go through all that moon shit. The moon, the Venus, the everything. Break it down. Up. The sun. What? The sun. The moon. The moon. The flowers in the rain. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I saw heaven. Yo, I was like seven years as old. Yet? That was as yet, right? I was seven years old. Touched by that song. <laughs> I was like, this shit is beautiful. <laughs> Have you ever saw the sun, moon, and the rivers when you made sweet love? Yeah. Wow. Cosmic, baby. We going out there. It's getting weird. I have not seen the sun, the moon, the heavens, and the rivers just yet. I I look forward to you it. You close your eyes tight as shit. You got me closing my fucking eyes. My, I just see his fucking hairline. That's why I got all these wrinkles <laughs> under my eyes. This shit's closed so tight. I just praying, keep like, seeing his hairline. <laughs> Bobbing in front of my face. <laughs> this nigga's hairline's receding though. I just I see waves of his hair. His fucking peasy oh, hair. <laughs> no, for real. Cook them up for us. We need that. I'm put that. No, that's one we could put on YouTube. Actually, somebody else said that all of these podcast episodes should be on YouTube with just a static picture of us. I was like, for real? They were like, yeah, with ads, dumb dummy. That's how you get more money. We could do that. I would just have to upload all 50 fucking six of them. You do it in one night, too. <laughs> it's just stress the shit. It's got to be consistent. Stress the shit. It's just taking three hours to upload. <laughs> I got to call out of work. I got to call out of work. Then I text you, man, and shit to prove I was up at like six o'clock in the morning, like, just going to sleep. It's done. <laughs> Sorry, come on. Sick. All right, we're this done. This is sick. I don't know. Did this record? Oh, I hope so. I'd be so sad, child. Child. This shit. Oh, we good. It's an hour an hour and 34 minutes. Oh, and it was short time. and sweet. Yeah, that's, that's short. Remember when our first episode was 45 minutes? We thought that shit was long? Mm-hmm. Child. 
All right, we out, y'all. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Yo, you got to do that, though. Oops. <laughs> you have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. song.